The Fearless Launching Show was created to answer the question, how can I launch my big idea to the world in the most simple, straightforward way possible and reach more of the right people? I'm your host, Ann Samoylov, and I've been helping six and seven figure business owners launch for over a decade. And while I love geeking out about improving launches, new launch strategies, what's working, what's not working, I'm also obsessed with exploring the heart, the mind, the challenges of running your own business. And that's what we're going to do each and every week. I want to show you how to launch that course or coaching program or other creative work and navigate the journey of being an online entrepreneur. So if you're ready for some new perspectives, some new stories around launching, well, I can't wait to share those with you. Let's get into today's episode. Hey there, and welcome back to the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Ann Samoylov. Today, we're going to be talking about scaling your business and what's important to you. So in this online space, we hear a lot about scaling our business. We also, at the same time, always hear about automating the business, creating funnels, especially when it comes to scaling your business, as if that's the only goal, if that's the only way to get there. Are they both one and the same? Systematizing everything so that growth is more hands-off? Is automating the only way to grow? And can you automate your business and it not result in scaling or growth? Can you grow your business without automating everything? Now, I'm going to admit that this is a touchy topic for me and that it's a big topic. I think for everyone. So today we'll likely only scratch the surface as I ask you some questions to consider, things that I'm considering myself, especially as I've been getting back into my business, I've been able to look at my offers, the structure of my business and my goals for what I want to do with those in a completely different way. So here's what I mean. I used to be on my own epic quest to have, I don't know, 50, 60, 70, 80 K months That was my focus, my sole focus, to be totally honest. And I felt if I didn't get there, then I wasn't, I'm going to just say it, I wasn't the coaches that I reached out to for help, that they were somehow better than me. And I didn't just join one, I joined two, uh, not even two. I joined three different year-long coaching programs that were supposed to be the be-all, end-all system to get me there. And spoiler alert... I didn't get there. I had a proven product, many years launching, fearless launching. I had an audience, lots of people, long-term customers, long-term subscribers, and I still couldn't truly get these to where they needed to be. Did I break even? Did I make my money back? Yes, I did. But beyond that, I couldn't make them work. And do you want to know why? Because Their system didn't account for a few things. Their system didn't account for my approach to business, the way that my audience had witnessed my approach to business. And it didn't even really take into consideration the individuals that I can say are part of my audience. If you're listening to this, that's you. 
So none of these systems took any of those really important pieces. It didn't even look at those. And it didn't account for the years of hands-on interaction and lack of automation in my business and personalized, personal touch that I'd had. My people need to know me. They need to experience me live, to see me on video and sometimes are hesitant to buy online and are hesitant to work with someone that they don't know. And they needed to know, maybe you do, that I was there for them. So does that mean I can never grow with automation or funnels or ads or fun stuff that allows more people to find me? No. It just means I have to not lose the stuff, the magic, the, the pixie dust or whatever that generally helps the right people find me, become part of my audience community, and then become customers, become clients, become good friends even. So I have four questions that I think are ones that I've been considering a lot over the past couple of months as I have renewed my vows to my business. There are lots of things that you won't know about until probably next year. But right now, I've told you over the last couple of weeks that I'm getting my courses back up and running and making sure that you all know about those. I've got one where we're going to be doing a live Q&A in December, like an end of the year fun reconnection. I'll tell you more about that at the end of this episode. Here are some of those questions that I've been asking myself. So first, how do you think your super fans, like your really devoted people, they're more like friends than fans. I'm just using that term just so that it's, okay, people have been on your audience for a while. How do you think they might react to your automation method of scaling? And the reason why I ask this is because I am planning on making some of my programs available whenever people do happen upon them. Are your diehard fans going to be turned off by you going 100% automated? Do you need to go 100% automated? Does it matter to you? To me, it does. Not because of judgment, um, like, oh, you went fully automated. You're not even there anymore. That's not it, the judgment. But because people in my world become anchors for me. They are honest viewpoints that help me scale the way I teach. They remind me who I am. They speak for me in groups. They connect with each other and new people. People are important to me and I know them well, okay? So if you feel like you've got a pretty new audience, maybe you can start out with the automation game running, but turning automated after being so hands-on for so many years, that was definitely a challenge for me. All right. Question number two, what exactly do you want growth to look and feel like for your business? As you're growing this question, you're going to have to ask it to yourself multiple times, but is it more money? more revenue? Is it the same money, less work? Is it the same money, less expenses? Is it more impact? Is it a bigger team? Do you want more notoriety? Is it a bigger audience so you can write, maybe publish your book successfully? What's the goal for your business and company? Where do you want to be this year 
three years, five years, and 10 years. The more specific you can be, the more you'll have those guideposts to keep you moving forward. We'll talk about that at the very end a little bit more. But spend a little time really thinking about what you want your growth to look like. Now, you can be as specific as you want in terms of numbers, but you could just say you could be more general, give a range. Sometimes when people put a specific number, they expect that's exactly going to be the number that you hit. And I think that sometimes doing a range is a kinder way to handle expectations because expectations can really get you in trouble. But they are a great place to say, okay, if I want to make 10 sales and I need to speak, how many people do I need to speak to to sign up for my coaching? Okay, let's say half of them sign up. So I need to speak to 20 people. That's the way that it can help you, the entrepreneur math of things. All right, number three. Why is this growth important to you? And are you prepared if that vision changes? So like I was talking about just a second ago, expectations really can get us into trouble. Sometimes expecting growth to happen one way sets you up for disappointment. I've been there. You can change your view of success and growth anytime you want to re redefine it. You can do that. That is your right. It is your business. So check in with yourself and evaluate if what you're doing is working for you or if you're still moving in the, in the direction of your vision or if your vision has changed at all. I know some people like to look at their vision every single month and I would say you can look at it and make sure you're moving in the direction of that. But I would say give your vision six months. Every six months is probably a good bet because it's okay to have fluctuations in the way you think about your business and have days where you're like, I'm done with this. Making decisions too quickly though is often something we want to do. I just think it's in our nature. This isn't working. I'm done with this. I'm going to just go off and do like you might totally change your business because something isn't working on one day. So just like there are certain types of investments that you want to look at over the long term. You don't want to look at on a daily basis because there will be fluctuations. It's the same thing with weight. Your weight just naturally goes up and down based on what you're eating, how much water, how much salt, all that kind of stuff. So just know, give yourself like an every six months or every quarter, but creating knee-jerk reactions sometimes can be the result of looking at things too closely. Waiting it out is often a better bet to be like, okay, I'm committing to this for the next four months. At the end of four months, we'll evaluate and decide if we're going to continue another four months or towards that same vision. Okay. All right. Number four, back to automation. So automation is not the only way to scale. However, once you do, if automating, if having automated funnels to sell your course or whatever your products is something you're committed to for the long term, it can work. So that's the question. Are you committed to automation for the long term? And the reason why I'm asking is that automation can be amazing. Funnels can be great, but it also is never going to be set it and forget it. 
it is often a very technical process to set it up in the beginning. And while you might say, oh, I can hire someone to do that, you have to also be willing to know the technology, deal with the technology, understand it at least at a base level before you just hand it off to someone else. Yes, of course, we know that there are people who set up funnels. And but, not and, but you need to have a clear understanding of how your funnel works, what you're trying to get out of it, and be able to look at the numbers, evaluate results, know what needs to change, or at least talk about it. And I will say that the programs that I said at the beginning that I was part of, that the system itself didn't work, I learned an amazing amount from those programs. And one of those things was looking at the numbers, knowing, just figuring out what's wrong and what's not working. And based on what's not working, what do we adjust? Where do we make adjustments? So those programs were amazing. And those uh, coaches were amazing at that. So what is your idea of growing? Let's get back to this basic question here for you. What do you want to see and do and experience in your business? What's important to you? I want you to take some time to just imagine. Envision your business the way you want, where, where you want it to be. Almost, I, I think someone asked this question. Describe your business when it's where you want it to be, where you're going to be like, yeah, that's my business. I love it. So that we can see what's important to you. Having that vision And this is what I mentioned before, having that vision, those details, what you want to achieve is actually like having a filter to run every single idea by that you come up with because we're no, we have all these ideas, but what we choose to actually move forward on can be the difference between reaching our vision faster, reaching that end goal faster and not. So if is this getting you to the goal, you can easily ask, is this, th- is this idea something that will get me to my goal? Will this move me forward in some way? How will I know it's moving me forward? So the more you can tie your ideas to that vision, the easier it will be to reach that vision. All right. So that is it for today. As I was about to record today's episode, I just have to say that I saw another entrepreneur over on LinkedIn, saw their post about scaling their business and kind of likening it to having a ba- having two kids, like one the first time and then the second time, which I thought was really interesting. And I love that she and I sometimes have mind melds and we don't even know it, but I was so excited to see our minds aligned again. So Natalie, Ms. Natalie, (laughs) if you're listening, high five sister. I am so excited for that. And this is not a topic that's going away. Just know that there is more than one way to scale. Scaling just means growing. Scaling is not just automating. Okay. And now we have the local law enforcement going by. You may have heard that. Okay, then I will see you next week. We've got a few more weeks of season six before we take a break for the new year. Don't worry, though, if you've missed anything, which you might have, because as I've been getting myself up and running with two episodes a week, I haven't been able to email. It's just been ridiculous. But I'm going to make sure that I circle back, send reminders on everything that we've covered, and we'll finish the year strong. 
one more thing. Today's episode is sponsored by my Plan With Me course, Create Your Launch Map. We are running an amazing special right now, an end of the year special, and I want you to get in now. If you are planning a launch that maybe it's happening in December, maybe it's happening in the first month of 2024 or so, Create Your Launch Map is going to be great for you. If you're doing something for Black Friday and you're listening to this, it's either likely here or it's so close. Create Your Launch Map is not for that. It's really for your next main launch. Everyone who joins before December will be invited to our special end of the year Q&A, which you're going to receive some more goodies to help you plan out your marketing for 2024. And I'm thrilled. I cannot wait. And you can go over to ansimolev.com forward slash PWM. Plan with me. PWM. All right. Have a wonderful weekend and I'll see you next week. Take care.